single Saturday on these airwaves. My name's KT Steve, the voice of your valley. Number says News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. KYOS, come on! That's your Merced. River Valley. Snelling. communities up and down the 99 the i-5 and all the little county roads here in our beautiful community the county of mercy we need it more than ever right now hey here we are saturday morning Uh, why not why not go out with that a little bit so many things to do dave luna of course coming in five o'clock Almost live, 5 to 6 o'clock every Saturday, cruising with the Big Kahuna, if you can't afford it. If you can afford it. I'll tell you, it's getting expensive out there. Getting expensive. I was talking in the 8 o'clock hour. That's right, we had original content in the 8 o'clock hour about the gas. The old Camry, the old 99, the old, I'll tell you, it runs like a sewing machine. What is he, 99 and this is 2022? It's almost 20 years old, folks. It's amazing. Uh, it still runs, but it does. And at over a hundred dollars, I don't know what it. I don't know what it would have cost. It clicked off at a hundy. It clicked off at a hundy, and that was at Costco, which I understand is probably the cheapest gas, unless you're poking a hole in somebody's tank. <laughs> at three, I shouldn't laugh because people are doing it. It's only going to get worse if you like inflation. Well, uh, it's here. You got what you wanted, right? No mean tweets. No mean tweets. You know, you're not offended, are you? Country safer, isn't it? World safer, is, isn't it? I don't know. Hey, you better fill out those uh, two pieces of cardboard that came in the mail called a ballot. That's really important. You know, I was going to talk about uh, in the last hour, and I uh, we got, I don't know what happened. Timmy Goodson Jr. passed away. And for those of you who don't know, he worked here at the radio station for a lot of years when we acquired Hot 104 and Cub, K-U-B-B. Uh, he was here. He had been uh, working here for some time since he was 18 years old. He's 38. Passed away uh, very, very suddenly, uh, unexpectedly. He was working here up until just a, a week or so, a couple of weeks ago now, passed away on the 21st. And I just wanted to read, uh, we had a, a vigil here last week for him. Talked to his dad a long time, really uh, just just a sad story. But I wanted to give out some information. Timmy Wade Goodson Jr., Tim and M at Hot 104.7, uh, September 30th, 1983. May 21st, 2022, he was born... Here in Merced, California, called to be an angel the morning of May 21st. Timmy is preceded in death by his grandparents. He survived by his loving family, wife of 19 years, Nicole Goodson, Nikki. Son, Timmy Goodson III. Daughter, Jalen Goodson. His parents, Tim Goodson Sr. and Linda Meyer. Just very, very sad. Timmy attended... At Water High, where he wrestled throughout school shortly after school. 
He became a semi-pro surfer and was able to travel the world surfing the waves. He lived to socialize, and in 2003, he found his niche as a radio personality. On Hot 104.7, he loved his job and the listeners he was able to meet. Timmy began loving his Vikings football team at the early age of six and continued being their number one fan. Timmy loved to watch football, cooking shows, anime, and superheroes movie. He loved to grow tomatoes, cook, dance, and joke. He was a born a natural comedian. He would make you laugh no matter what the situation was. He will be deeply missed by so many. The services are going to be next week. Uh, Tuesday is the visitation and viewing. That's May 31st, Tuesday, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Wilson's Funeral Home. That's over there on Winton Way in Atwater, 1290. Winton Way, the funeral services are going to be the next day, Wednesday, June 1st, at 10 a.m. at the Church of Christ, 181 East Broadway Avenue in Atwater, California. In lieu of anyone who wishes to honor Timmy Goodson Jr. is requested to contribute to his children's college fund via Nicholas Goodson, uh, Nicole Goodson, excuse me, his wife, P.O. Box 284, over there in Snelling, California, 95369. He grew up over there in Snelling. His dad has the trout farm that so many people are probably familiar with in Snelling. Also, at one time, operated the fishing hole. I believe that was the name of it, right there on the corner of Highway 59. Coming in from uh, Merced, it was just a wonderful place to go fishing. Some of the, <laughs> looking back on I was talking to his dad when he was here for the vigil, and uh, some of the cheapest trout back in the day, you could stop there. Thing is, you had to keep what you caught. You know, for, when you put your hook in, the, there were some big ones floating around in there, and you, you, were, uh, you hung it right over their head. They wouldn't do anything because they ate so well. And the little ones would go after your line, and you were like, doggone it, I really wanted that big one, but uh, still a fun time, and you can clean them right there, take them home, pretend you'd been fishing all day, <laughs> even though maybe you've maybe been down at Bud's place. I don't, anyway, it was uh, just a wonderful facility you had there, and now that uh, we were talking, that uh, land's all been uh, going to be mined uh, for gravel. I guess there's some great gravel in there. and uh, But he still has the uh, trout farm. It's been tough. It's been tough with water. It actually shut down right now with the water, hoping to open. But again, very, very uh, fantastic place to grow up as a child. He was talking about Tim learning to drive out there, being able to take the old trout truck or whatever they called it, the, the ranch truck, the farm truck, uh, driving around out there in the country. I know that so many people hearing my voice grew up that way, and it is just a priceless way of life. It's it's our way of life. And again, Timmy Goodson Jr. taking Took, taken way too soon, way too young at 30, 38 years old. And really, uh, our, our uh, hearts go out here from SMG. Uh, radio group uh, Merced, Radio Merced, we still love to call ourselves. And again, it's uh, just it's sad when you lose somebody so close. It's just not the same. And to hear his voice on the radio, uh, still in a lot of spots, he's the one uh, that says, uh, what is that putting on my with Dave, uh, or uh, actually Chris, another guy, uh, what's that on your, your car? Oh, I don't want my baby to get burned. You know, suntan lotion, I don't want my baby to get burned. That's his line. And Again, just uh, really, really going to miss uh, Tim. And I, my heart goes out for his family, those that were left behind. I have some tickets to the Merced County Fair that uh, I've been blessed to, uh, well, I found an envelope on the floor, let's be honest. 
they don't give us a lot over here at KYOS. We're kind of the, out of six stations, we're seven. I jokingly say that. I'm just teasing management, having a little fun, a little, little editorial liberty here. But they, uh, there's some, there's, I have tickets. Merced County Fair, June 8th through the 12th. As you know, it's coming up. My favorite time of year. These are single credential admission passes. I guess we're getting rid of the word ticket now. Uh, $10 value, so four of those. We're, we're talking uh, almost 35 bucks. Admits one person to the grounds. I don't know where else you'd want to go. Uh, to be surrendered at the gate. That means it's a ticket. I have four of those uh, four, family four-packs. We're giving them away in blocks of four. I've already received a couple of emails in the 6 a.m. hour. Who knows? I haven't checked the email recently. Maybe there's some more. Uh, but we would love to give you a family four-pack. Only one per family. So don't... Uh, and we have ways. We know. We know the IP addresses. So, uh, send it to Casey, uh, the request. Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, dot steed, S-T-E-E-D, at S-M-G national, all one word, dot com. It'll make it right to my state-of-the-art computer terminal, still running on Windows XP. And hopefully we'll get those out in the mail in plenty of time for you to go to the beautiful Merced County Fair. They haven't had one in two years, my friends. And let me tell you, I'm ready uh, if you're not. So hopefully you'll go out there. Something that we're also going to do, and I was very, uh, I don't know how much I had to do with it, but uh, the bottom line is there's going to be a new beer booth out there at the Merced County Fair this year, and it's going to be for a worthy cause, and that is CASA, Court-Appointed Special Advocates. I hope I'm not letting something out of the bag. The fair's coming up. Come on, we got to foment a little interest here, and I uh, am so proud that we are going to be having that because I am a CASA, and it's a worthwhile event, uh, excuse me, a worthwhile cause at a great event, the Merced County Fair. I had some participation years ago in the beer booth at Our Lady of Mercy School uh, ran, uh, the OLM beer booth, that was as it was affectionately called. And ever since that uh, was given up by OLM, I have missed that uh, camaraderie, that socialization. I think it's a great way to uh, get funds, uh, fundraising, because, hey, that's what it's all about when you're a nonprofit. And they, uh, CASA has done a lot of wonderful things, and I think this opportunity I am so happy to hear that we'll, uh, it's going to be exploited, at least as far as I know. Again, I hope I'm not talking out of school, but uh, school's coming up in the fact that the fair is going to start a week from Tuesday. And I want folks to uh, be able to come out and hopefully I'll be able to participate out there, help out. If nothing else, hang around the periphery as close as they'll let me get. But a wonderful cause, CASA. I would encourage people, if you want to become a special advocate, uh, we're doing classes all the time. You are an officer of the court, and it's a, a very, very, very rewarding experience uh, to help those foster children in our community. And I won't get into all the statistics because I don't want to depress you, but you can make a difference. You really, you really can. And uh, I've done it, and I believe it, and I think you should do it. Let's uh, go on. Uh, we talked about the elections, getting your ballot in. Uh, oh, shameless plug, Mark Payson. Uh, coming on Candidate's Corner here in, uh, well, what, about uh, 45 minutes. Uh, top of the hour, 10 o'clock. Uh, you don't want to miss that. Candidate's Corner with Mark Pays in that open seat, Assembly District 27, vacated by Adam Gray. Uh, moving on to Congress, wanting to get your vote there in new Congressional District 13. Uh, also today, it's already started. If you're not there already, maybe you can catch up. I don't know, maybe you'll see him. It's a 
It'll probably look like the Tour de France uh, ride with the mayor. Uh, 9 to 11 a.m. with a refreshment stop. That's probably where you can catch them over there at, uh, I don't know, maybe at O'Reilly's. I don't know how far they're going to make it. <laughs> how far can you make it from uh, Bob Hart Square? Half a block? I don't know. Go the wrong way. Yeah, let's go to the Atwater City Council meeting since we have, uh, you know, what what the heck. We're trying to fill 15 minutes here. Atwater City Council meeting was held last Monday, the 23rd. Uh, a rare Brian Raymond sighting. It was wonderful to see him there. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of uh, comment by him, but again, uh, it's like uh, watching uh, the, the tarantulas up in Raymond. A rare Brian Raymond sighting. So it was good to uh, see him there. Uh, they recognized uh, police uh, dispatcher and uh, an officer, Nieder Ruther. This is the guy that was uh, kind of who's that cat that used Frank? Uh, God, I don't know, kind of forgetful name. Anyway, he used to come up and throw rocks at uh, anything you could throw rocks at. Then what did we have? Lori Waterman uh, made a couple of comments, uh, talked about investing in public safety. Uh, they wanted to do a follow-up survey about the sustainability of the city's public safety uh, system right now. Because as you know, the extension of Measure H, as they call it over there in Atwater, we call it Measure C fondly here in Merced. These are public safety taxes that when enacted had a sunset I can guarantee you that will never happen again. That mistake will not be made. But again, you had to get over the line the first time. See, there was a time when raising taxes was more, I don't know, what do you want to say, palatable to the property owners, to the private property owners, to the taxpayers of the community, to the working stiffs of the community. So you put a sunset on things. You go, hey, it's just for a, it's just for seven years. You know, it's just for, you know, like the bonds over at Merced College that never end. You know, they just... They, they sunset eventually, and then they come up with a new one, you know, like five years before the last one ends. But I digress. But Measure H, it's kind of funny because uh, the extension to Measure H was on uh, the ballot already to go to a full cent. Right now it's a half cent, and it's for public safety only. Uh, I think there's a transportation. Uh, I know in Measure C there's a transportation function. I don't know about Measure H. Anyway, uh, I believe it's just public safety. It had to pass by two-thirds. Uh, Frank Petro, there's a blast from the past. He was over there counting the envelopes as they came in because it was like two or three single digits, I believe, that Measure H passed the first time. So now people are finally waking up. The coffee, the percolator's on. It's like, whoa, wait, wait, hey, what? It's it's sunsetting now? When's the sunset? Well, it's twilight over there in Atwater. And the folks have woken up. The public has woken up. And it was interesting, some of the city council comments uh, by the public uh, getting up there saying, hey, we want uh, public safety. We need to extend Measure H. Uh, they uh, had some really uh, back and forth. I guess it generates about $2 million in revenue. It's 48% of the uh, uh, of the public safety. What is taken care of is about uh, quite a bit. 48% of the Atwater budget is public safety. 35% law enforcement. 13% fire. And uh, a lot of people don't know that uh, paying this half-cent sales tax, they're thinking, hey, raise it to a point. Well, they tried that, and it didn't go over big with the city uh, with the city residents. They uh, turned it down pretty flatly. And now there's a lot of folks talking about making it more than just public safety. And I don't know. It's, uh, you know, public safety should be the number one concern, I think. But, uh, you know, there's these competing things. Like I say, here in the city of Merced, Measure C is being kicked about going back to the consultants uh, to include affordable housing because we've been told by the same four or five people that come up time after time after time 
about how uh, affordable housing is now public safety because if you're not safe where you live well or you don't have a house you're going to go out and do things i don't know uh, protest I, I i'm trying to find the connection i mean i get safe neighborhoods and good neighborhoods and all that but uh we really more of this public safety. And again, wanting to use some of the marijuana money here in Merced, uh, the measure why, why did we do it? Uh, because the revenues are going down. Uh, money for uh, not just parks and rec or police or fire, the uh, Bowomany. Remember the Bowomany plan, 2020, 20, hey, well, you got 40% left over. And even parks and rec, I mean, uh, hey, if the kids don't have a house, how can they play baseball? So really interesting. But this measure H in Atwater, Will it stay at a half percent? Will it go to one percent? They've already, I'll tell you, the conversation at the at the uh, at the city council meeting Monday night was pretty. It was almost a given that they're going to have a special meeting or some sort of public outreach uh, to discuss what they want to see uh, the new measure H include or not include, and if they want to go to a full percent. The speakers at the meeting indicated that they. You know, we're favorable to that, but that's a that's a big graph. You're hitting close to 10% now on sales tax. Don't get me started on the other tax. When you go to the gas station and it's, oh, I don't know what, six, seven, eight dollars a gallon. I told you, hundred bucks to, and it didn't even fill it up. The old Camry. You know, I mean, it it, it doubled the value of my car, folks. It's a it's a '99. I mean, it barely. I'm not worried about it getting stolen, hit, or the uh, suspension coming out of it because it's just about there. But the point being is, how much more can people take? Inflation is just that. And unless your wallet is inflating at the same rate, well, that's kind of why they call it inflation. It's outpacing what you make, what you earn. And things are only going to get more expensive. And so public safety, while it's expensive now, I read to you the mayor's of Merced. He's a public safety officer as he works in the DA's office, the district attorney's office. $282,968.23 a year is what we gave Mayor, uh, what we give Mayor Serrato, Matt Serrato, as his position. Not as mayor. No, come on. That's only, that's only what, three fifty a month. No, as, as uh, district attorney, second in command over there, supervising uh, acting Jack. I think he's, he's on the letterhead. He's on the letterhead. So, again, almost a third of a million. Well, what is it? It's over a quarter, right? How much is a quarter of a million dollars? 250000 so 282, that's over 250, right? Yeah, so 283,000 a year. And uh, we look at our law enforcement and what we're getting. Do you feel safer? Do you feel safer? Anyway, so Measure H, a big deal on the ballot, not only in Atwater, but Measure C talked about here in Merced. Now, Measure H over there in Atwater, they have this thing called Let's Talk. Let's Talk Atwater. And they want you to go on this website and find out if you can, you know, what you want to do. What you want to do. So it's a very, very, very uh, interesting thing. Uh, don't also, we also want to remember that today is Fill the Boot Day, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. You're going to see the firefighters out there. Uh, no, they're not at Safe Mart trying to get the uh, fixings for chili for tonight's dinner. No, no, no. They're out there with their boots on the street corner taking their, uh, it's a dangerous job. And to stand in the middle of the street with a boot. But it's for a great cause. It's for muscular dystrophy. Again, uh, really, really a good cause. You remember this time of year, they used to have the telethon. Remember that? The Jerry Lewis uh, MDA, Muscular Dystrophy Association Telethon, Labor Day. Or was it Labor Day? I thought it was more. 
You know, maybe it was Labor Day. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, fill the boot today, 7 to 2 p.m., and that's everywhere. That's all over, not just Atwater. It's, uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's gonna be it's going to be uh, everywhere, even here in Merced. Some of the interesting things, just jumping back to the public uh, safety tax, there was a population in Atwater of 25,000 years ago. The new census, we're up to 33 over there, 33,000 folks, and only 30, uh, 24 sworn officers. It's actually actually gone down uh, over there, what's what's going on. And then this guy, this guy got a Vargas, who's with the Atwater uh police officers association he had some some really dark things to say i mean he was like if uh, you let this go if you don't invest uh, there's going to be some funerals uh, that'll be attended to by the city council and i thought that was uh, very uh, provocative if nothing else and again it's it's a big issue in the city uh the city residents are concerned they really are concerned uh, bad news for the city of Atwater this uh, weekend. I think uh, could it may have changed. You may want to check the website. The uh, Cindy Vieira Memorial Splash Pad uh, Splash Park is out of commission. Uh, it's the 100 year anniversary celebration of Atwater coming up. But and maybe by then, no, not in 100 years. Maybe by the celebration it'll be working. But the Splash Park, uh, no way. No. Of course, the weather's cooled down, so that's good. Uh, those hot days, uh, what did we see, 10-something on Wednesday? They're coming, and hopefully the splash. I heard a grate got stolen or re, probably recycled. You know, catalytic converters, grates, aluminum. You know, it's amazing we have anything left. You go to grab a handrail. Think, you know, if it's made out of aluminum, you better, you better look to make sure it's there. And then something else the Outwater uh, folks are going to do. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Corey Billings over there again. Again, heading up, uh, what is it, Parks and Rec over there. Miss Atwater pageant is coming back uh, May 23rd to June 20th are the sign-ups. So, uh, what's that, Monday, starting Monday? No, it started last Monday. Gosh, I... calendar. May 23rd to June 20th, uh, they're going to have, uh, again, a pageant. High school students, I think it's those going into high school. High school. Uh, vintage cars, they're going to have a craft and food. Uh, they're looking for vendors. Uh, to do that. So again, a lot of things going over there in Atwater. Castle Family Gardens, uh, the uh, firm over there, the uh, group over there, the residents, going to de- dedicate an American flag to the city. Very, very nice. Again, Atwater, just a wonderful little place. Uh, Councilman Button, kind of interesting, pulled an item off the consent calendar, buying a new tornado street sweeper. Really a kind of eye-opening. You know, we covered this sometimes on Citizen Watch. The consent calendar, just pull, you know, the uh, some of the new equipment, how much it is. But just to let you know, a, th- a street sweeper is $300,000 these days. So uh, to leave that brown, uh, <laughs> I don't know, here in Merced, I think they put water in it. I think they put brown water in it or paint. I'm not sure because sometimes after it's been running a while, you know, the brushes get a little contaminated and you get this kind of this brown smear down the gutter, down the side of the road. Great place to know where to park, but. Then the rain comes and washes it away. But really important, something I didn't know, that street sweeping is very important to your storm water mitigation collection uh, compliance. Again, environmental, because you can't, you know, it drains to the drains to the ocean, the creek, the river, whatever it says. So uh, we got to protect the fish, and street sweeping is a big deal. $300,000 to push one of those around the street. Not to mention the cost of the labor to drive that bad boy. Because they have steering wheels on both sides, you know, because you can go one way, the other way, blah, 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 against traffic. So, anyway, you you learn all kinds of things watching these uh, city council meetings. But that compliance with stormwater collection 
And that put it over the top. Hey, you, you start talking, you know, we're going to be out of compliance with the feds. Buy one, buy two. Which, coincidentally, they need to. But they, they're going to get one now. Hey, but we're out of uh, we're out of time. 25 minutes, it goes quick, doesn't it? So happy to have you here with me. My name is Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. Citizen Watch every weekend. We try. And hopefully we'll see you next weekend in, what is it, June? Oh, my Lord. See you later. Bye-bye. Where the post office.